Hello, everybody. Welcome to G.I. Joburg Live. We are talking classified. We're talking Sergeant Slaughter. We're talking new shit. We're talking a little bit of the Renegades, maybe. My name is Steve. I'm joined by Paul. <laughs> or is, is that Skeletor? Hello, it's Paul. Skeletor. You're in a jovial mood this evening. Yeah, man. It's a live stream. I'm keeping it lively. Very lively. For those of you Very following hot. the visuals uh, on this podcast, strange to think of it like that. But anyone watching the YouTube version, I am broadcasting from the pool shed. Uh, my sister leaves today, so I will now have the use of the guest room. But just before I got that room back, I had to be on camera uh, in all my glory, surrounded by corrugated iron and pillars and I got cables hanging everywhere. Yes, this has been my situation for the last five weeks. Hooray. Paul, what's your situation, dude? Uh, my situation is I took off two days because um, it was a public holiday on Wednesday and then there's a public holiday on Monday. And I am hitting that point where I think I was going to hit burnout. So I just really needed to take some R&R. So I'm in a really good place. This is actually the first time I've switched on my computer properly in the last two days. Well, um, I'm so glad I'm the reason. <laughs> <laughs> and you, dear viewer, listener in the future, you are the reason too. Let's check out the chat. Always a fun thing with live streams. We've got Bradley, Hans, Matthew. Uh, Luke, I saw in the chats. Hello, gentlemen's old school. Yo, Yo Berg, indeed. Nice, guys, guys, good to see you. Thanks for joining the the, the chaos, the fun. Um, a lot of channels do this. We don't do it regularly enough, if you ask me, because it is great to have that back and forth. Please don't be shy. If you drop into the comments, ask a question, say something. <laughs> Let us know you're there. And uh, we, Paul is furiously clicking away. What's yeah, I on? am. Sorry, I'm actually just, I, sorry, I didn't think I was on mute because I thought I would, I, it was inaudible, my bad. Nah, don't be muted, you mutant. I uh, <laughs> also had a, quite a relaxing weekend, um, it being my sister's last weekend here before she goes back to South Africa. She uh, decided, let's go to the island across the way, which I'd gone to with my folks um, lovely opportunity to shoot this gentleman. I Ooh. got the 30th anniversary commemorative collection action sailor in his kind of dive gear. He's and so cool though. He's amazing. He's amazing, but he also is an example of like, if G.I. Joe was trying to do realistic action figure a la 1982 to maybe 85 they just would not have shifted units because in the sea of Ninja Turtles, this guy became a peg warmer, him and his uh, three brothers. And that stigma has lasted to today where you can get these guys boxed, sealed in their original packaging for a song. I think I got this guy for a whole $20. Well, not after this episode. Mint. <laughs> <laughs> well, after the review that's forthcoming, I broke out the GoPro I got Ooh. underwater, did some snorkeling in a, I'd love to say a reef, but unfortunately the reefs were just a little bit inaccessible to me. 
And hey, man, time, time is never my friend. I used to be able to hove off for an entire half day on my own. Now it's like, okay, I got to do a shift with the baby in 45 minutes. Let's see if I can get something done. But I see Bob's joined the chats. Andrew's in there. Hello, gentlemen. Jeff. Okay, boys. Uh, let's uh, get into the new reveals, Paul. Shall we? Yes, Should we do them in chronological order around. or just jump around? Jump I, I up, jump up again. The chronological order is. So I have it. Jump, jump. Courtesy, courtesy of, of full force, I could keep us on rails, but you've got the images saved on StreamYard. Yes, I do. So um, I'm going to. Let me, let me start with everybody's favorite. No, I'm preempting you. Because <laughs> <laughs> they started with Snake Eyes, didn't they? Did they? Oh, yes. oh yeah you know what i actually totally forgot about the snake eyes gaz um easy to forget excitedly messaged me just to go hey check this out um as the reveals were happening so him and i were kind of geeking out a little bit over facebook um messenger as these were hitting us and it's another snake eyes it is <laughs> it this time marries the commando sorry the ninja visor with a more version two accurate timber so he's yes, kind of white, yeah. got the yeah it's white and they've added some green undertones to snake eyes's uniform which is hats. less egregious than than having the bloody red dot on his forehead like this when i saw this i thought okay another snake eyes a lot of people will be passing on it but if you don't have the convention exclusive box set snake eyes and you have the regular release this might be a more palatable color because it's it's got some more texture to it you know the all black on black worked in an o-ring environment but here with the added details it's nice to see them being brought out by just a little bit something paul's got it's his also the, it's also I'll the same you, figure with a different head i'll make you big paul i'll make you big it's also the same <laughs> dude with the big head, uh, with a different head, pretty much. Right, and like he doesn't have the red hexagram on his belt. It's all a little bit more muted, and maybe there's a market for that. Maybe you're just that kind of guy who has to own every Snake Eyes version. The Timber's the big draw, but I don't know. I think most people will will give this one a pass. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I, I gotta say, I'm. I'm Snake Eyes fatigued. I think. Uh, I mean, it's not to take anything. And they start taking up room now that they're six inches. <laughs> you can't as easily have an army be. of snake eyes. Mm. Mm. Yeah, otherwise, it's just snake eyes, night, Fortnite, whatever. <laughs> oh, yes. That version. Is that version? I mean, that's like 2023 or something ridiculous. The, <laughs> that's just stupidity, man. Anyways, but, uh, shall we move on Jeff from Morris the snake man? Well, before we go there, Jeff Morris in the comments mm. uh, mentioned this. He said, it's the Renegades version. Yes, I agree with that. I feel it is as well because the visor has that sort of sharpness that the Renegades uh, animated series had. So I feel like that is something that sort of plays in its favor. Hmm, true that. Mm. So the, didn't that Renegades that well. version, the modern era didn't have a trench coat or something? Uh, no, the trench coat version came in a box set, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Hans will jump in and, and correct me. But, um, but I've got modern that era G.I. Joe experts help us. <laughs> there were a lot of snake eyes. Okay, 
I don't Next up was the opinion though, because he likes that storm shadow. Um, not the one from Renegades. That's a cool storm shadow. But anyway, we won't go there. Paul, that was last episode. <laughs> now we have the retro collection Zartan, who I guess will be on a retro card back. Uh, enjoy it while it lasts, guys. Plastic packaging is disappearing, so the window or the blister are going to be things of the past. But yeah, this guy will presumably be on a card back, which is a unique approach for Zartan. I mean, canonically, he was a boxed figure and this guy will now be on a card back so he does have card art um they they, they made card art because he didn't he appear on the backs of cards at, at, at one point i think I he did i think he did yeah mm, yeah which is unique yeah. for a vehicle driver but and anyways also, i think he may have been no i take that back i was gonna say i think he may have been sold separately or something in other territories but no i take that back i'm thinking of mercer there was a oh, something like action first, Morse, uh, action force, yeah. Back to Snake Eyes, though. Uh, something that I caught from uh, Tony's live stream yesterday. Oh, uh, analog toys. Uh, the boots are different. Boots are different. Yeah. Yes, Snake now. Eyes has proper commando boots, boots as opposed to okay, the kind of more cool. ninja esque, I don't know, slippers. What do you call them? Uh, ninja tubby or whatever they're called. I assume Zartan's got the same boots he always had uh zartan looks the same just with different colors which like that figure is so great actually um and those colors are so are more reminiscent of like his cartoon um and vintage self so yeah hans has got our back in the chats the trench coat version is the amazon exclusive decent figure but the limited articulation was a crime oh dear mm. no but good. it's a cool looking toy that so the big draw with Zartan seemed to be the fact that he's got those spooky green eyes. Mm. Very nice. If that's to your liking, or if you're just the kind of guy who has absolutely has to have every Zartan, looking at you, Ryan, uh, then this is for you. And presumably, I might even, I might even be would he, for this one. Yeah. He wouldn't come Sorry. with a swamp skier. There's no, there's no way you could fit a, a proper size swamp skier on a blister pack. Unless they did something creative. May hey, would, wouldn't it be cool if they did a little boxed? Like, if it was delivered to us in the same way as the 84 with a boxed chameleon. They could get away with they, that. They could, actually. Why not? That and that could be the first of the non-plastic uh, packaging era. Because instead of a window for the action figure, you just have a, a photo. I mean, that's how they did it later on with G.I. Joe boxed vehicles anyways. They stopped having the plastic window and just put a photo of the figure where the figure would be. Hey? Yeah. I'm, I'm Are we like, giving Hasbro ideas, Paul? I think so. I think so. I mean, what is the other... We, we had a great idea the other day that they took from us. I'm trying to remember what it was now. It'll come to me. It'll ask. <laughs> you know, we have so many. <laughs> you poor dear... All right, moving on I, from the Z-Man. Oh, really? You've mm. got the initial release, correct? Yes, which I think is amazing. I just like this for the cartoon aesthetic, for the uh, like comic book aesthetic that it has. Mm. All right, oh, I know you're going to have a lot to say about this guy. It's Goodbye, Matthew. Uh, thanks for joining us, pal. And um, it's Storm Shadow, but this time uh, the retro-carded collection Storm Shadow yeah so i'm do you like the changes 
I don't really know what they are, to be very honest with you. I've been looking at this one. The f the forearm wrap uh, doesn't have that kind of archery oh, guard on it. Damn, I didn't they're, even they're, notice that. They're just straight up wraps. The head sculpt is different uh, in the live stream. They banged on about the fact that it was more aggressive. Oh, okay. Yeah. Looks more okay. aggressive, I guess. I don't That's know. Cool. If, if I had them in hand to be able to compare the two, but like... <laughs> No one's got either of these figures, and this one, this one is made in the computer. Uh, All right, I'm, I'm, I'm strong words from Bob, arguably the greatest Storm Shadow of all time. Hmm. I guess we've got a customer there. <laughs> yeah, listen, I, I'm, I, I, I'm kind of like annoyed that there's two different ones now because I'm like. Uh. <laughs> which one do i get now which one's the better one i'm just gonna stick with the one i pre-ordered for now i'm sure if this one's meant to come to me or whatever like i don't have anything against this i think this is great uh but i, I want to see the face sculpts more i want to see photos of this before i get excited about this version but he's cool yeah he's, no, he's very cool, cool. I mean, it's a cool storm shadow i'm not sick of storm shadow yet so it's a bonus hmm yes tiger force duke is next with the tiger <laughs> tiger ram okay let's hear it paul a lot of guys are kind of annoyed about this tiger ram from what i can pick up on the internet like like firstly i've seen guys that have done customs of this uh that are really really good so when i first saw this i actually didn't take this image for real i was just a bit like whatever's and then when gaz had sent it to me I was like, oh no, this is actually the press release image. It's not like a mock-up or something that somebody else made. And I'm like, I think it's cool. Like, I think it's rad. It's a rad vehicle. It's a great repaint for Duke. Um, but I think a lot of guys would have preferred a Tiger Paw. I think a lot of people were secretly hoping for a Tiger Paw. I know I was hoping for a Tiger Paw. Yeah. AKA the well, yeah. Wishful thinking, maybe. Look, it was the no-brainer that it would be the Tiger Paw, and then they'd repaint that back into a ferret. Um, so this is slightly less effort than that, obviously. Um, I do hope they've made one change on this mold. Oh, do tell. Um, so this vehicle is great, and I don't know if other people have experienced this, but the way that the foot pegs are placed on it, it kind of feels dippy, because when you want to put a, a guy on it, and you have those foot pegs, and you try to pose him into a position where he's riding the bike, because the foot pegs are mostly in the ankle joints of the figures, they sort of have a very pizza, like they're very upright. It looks like they're riding a penny farthing. And they're like very like, oh, I'm riding a motorbike. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can't really get that motorbike, motorbike vibe. And then you, you, you'll do this. And then there's a limitation to how far this can bend. So you can't actually get a proper riding bend out of it. So if you try to pick up the ram you will often dislodge the rider unless he's holding onto the handlebars, which in most cases he is. But Lady J, she's a little different in that she's got her... Okay, well, she's actually stuck to the ram at the moment. Um, but she is... Her foot pegs are on the front of her feet. Sorry, there we go. Stuck to the ram. <laughs> yeah, and um, it works. She can actually uh, sit on the bike properly and, have, and, and achieve a really like, great riding pose. So I think it would be cool if they, for the Tiger Ram, um, that they <laughs> just maybe adjust the foot pegs a little bit, the foot peg pegs. I don't know. Maybe I'm alone in this, but I feel like that's just, that's my little pet, pet peeve with, um, with this vehicle. 
at the mm. moment. So that would be nice. And uh, you know I'm excited about it. <laughs> yes. Look, the, the, the deco is stunning. Uh, mm. Tiger Force have their detractors, but like, it's it's a very striking look. Whether you like it or not, you can't help but uh, acknowledge that it, it does catch some attention. <laughs> um, my my interest in the first thing that I thought of was why is the mouth on the fuel tank? Why isn't the mm. mouth on the front cowling? Um, I mean, I, I know there's slightly less real estate up there, but once you've seen this, you can't unsee it. It looks like the the tiger has a big snout. Like what are those animals that have like those like massive massive growths on the front of their faces? Oh, so crap. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say it's like a, it's almost like a manatee, but not a manatee because well, yes, uh, it is like that. They they've also yeah. got that 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 biological design. But there's Look, also I, that monkey that's got that like kind of that's the one thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I said to myself, look it up before you go live, and I never got around to it. But anyways, it, it does look like the tiger's face has this gigantic growth on it. Um, I'm going to eat the weird. <laughs> sorry, everyone else who didn't see that before then. Um, are we going to say anything about Duke? I think they've uh, saved this this uh, this sculpt. I expected them to make some changes, but as far as I can tell, it is the same Duke, but without the stupid Energon glow. Yeah, my 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 only critic uh, criticism here, and I feel like the Joe community might be behind me on this one, is if uh, it, it's a great sculpt, it's a great head sculpt. I don't know how many people support that, but if they could have just changed the bandolier, I think that would have been winner. Like, they could right. have just tooled a new bandolier. They could have found some other character they could have used it on. It wouldn't have been a waste of money for them. But the fact that they're using the same tooling and the same things that irritate people about this duke are on this duke. <laughs> you know, the knee guards, uh, the, the shin guards, that um, bandolier, those are the, the big uh, sort of critical points. Obviously, it hasn't got any gold. I dig it, dude. Uh, I think this Duke's face sculpt is great. But when you start comparing... But the thing is, this figure is going to start looking a little dated. Um, because when you put this guy... And I'm sure many classified guys can agree with this. When you put this Duke up on your shelf with your newer classified Joes, your Zartans, your Major Bloods, it all... He looks a little bit cuter. <laughs> is the uh, Cute as in like, he doesn't look as grizzled as them. Uh, I would I always prefer... A more veteran soldier is Duke. So anytime Duke is is portrayed as this cherub, this cherubic young man, I I kind of lose favor a little bit. It's like he he looks like he's a hair model, man. Yeah. You know that. It yeah. Does not look no. like a soldier who commands respect by you know being the being the tip of the spear. Uh, he he's a survivor. He's been in the game for a long time. I, I don't know. So this always. While it's a good head sculpt, I prefer it on a more junior uh, member of the Joe team. We've got some some interesting contrasting opinions in the chats. Yeah. It's wonderful to see. Uh, I do take your point, Rachel, that uh, he would prefer, or she would prefer, pardon me, Rachel, uh, I would prefer black gun barrels, not red. And then my man, <laughs> Buttface69, laying down the... Uh, the wisdom by saying not liking the tiger force livery for being too gaudy it's like complaining about bikinis for being too revealing completely misses the point good man yeah that's mm. loud and proud is what tiger force is um and if anybody's interesting it's uh, interested it's called a proboscis monkey thank you hans chow 
Nice. It also happens to be the main antagonist from Sing 2, so... <laughs> Duke can be as cherubic as he wants to for as long as he wants. So dreamy. Hot, hot, hot. Nice. I I suspect uh, Diana's pretty excited about this. Because I, I, I saw her <laughs> post something on Facebook, but I was distracted and I couldn't find the post again. But I suspect... Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. No, well, it's a good-looking figure. Uh, it's one of the way. best paint, sc uh, paint schemes in Tiger Force. Like, honestly, I love the, the configuration, and we have a fondness for that paint scheme because of its... Uh, well, we believe that that's the Duke in the, in the video game, so... Oh, we know. Well, we know. We know. The video we game... But we video game shrine at We're which not. we worship every single week with our theme tune. All right, <laughs> next. Um, wow. Paul, what is your thought? On the Blue Ninja debacle. I love You the haven't no been mask. keeping up with IDW, have you? No. So I have no idea where these fit in. I know that they are Blue Ninjas now. Um, I, I think they meant to, they were originally bats or something. But, okay. Mm. The first thing that jumped out at me that I really love about this are the No. The, the North masks or No mm. masks. Yes. I think those are so stunning. I love them. Absolutely love them. And we've got a repaint of an average figure and a repaint of a great figure. Um, so... Who? Which is which? Come on, Paul. Uh, the Red Ninja, or formerly the Red Ninja, is an average figure, I gotta say. Okay. Um, uh, it's a weird thing. Everything about him on paper is great, but when you have him in hand, there's, there's some things that don't work so like a... Um, and I know for a fact Akiko is a stunning toy. Like, uh, a lot of guys have actually said when you actually have the toy, it's a, it's a brilliant figure. Are these worth owning again? Um, I kind of feel like the... I don't know. It depends on how much you love IDW's canon at the moment. If you really want uh, to army build some blue ninjas, then great. I just feel they look a bit Mortal Kombat. Honestly. I've yet to hear an opinion of the blue ninjas that is um, that is Positive. wildly in favor with them. Yeah. yeah. Either you don't mind them as a plot device, or you downright loathe every time this third faction of like robotic ninjas pop up mm. for the simple reason that they just came out of nowhere like they are pure and simple larry's addition to the gi joe line to make it perhaps more superheroic more mm. in line with his kind of ninja shtick um we want to see gi joe take on cobra and not this strange biotechnologist yeah. ninja clan i but i'll say that I'll say this much. Now we have action figures. No, I'm saying now we have action figures of them. So you can either uh, purchase to your heart's content or ignore. As you will. Yeah, I, I got to say the biggest draw for me are those masks, um, are those heads. I kind of feel like having those redeems them for me. Will they be G.I. Joe figures in my mind? No, but I kind of like them as ninjas. I like that sort of Kunimitsu kind of... Is that meant to be a fox? Yeah, I think it is a fox. Yeah, that Kunimitsu style mask. And then the other one is like a yokai or oni kind of mask. And I love those. So I kind of feel like if I have some extra cash, I might buy myself this pack. And they'll be sold as a two-pack. So expect mm. to see the box set Snake Eyes weaponry being reproduced. And let Mortal Kombat begin. <laughs> Outstanding, Paul. Then oh, the big okay. news. Oh. It's time. Yeah. Sergeant Slaughter rejoins G.I. Joe. I got something to say about this. I know you do, Paul. 
Yeah, I want to hear think, you first. <laughs> well, it was at this point in the, the, the repeat of the live stream that I switched on the live comments, which I had been ignoring up until that point because it was about the plastic and the price hikes and whatnot. I wanted to see people's responses to Sarge being a G.I. Joe again. Um, a lot of positivity and then, of course, a lot of shit stirrers. You can always mm. expect people to want to start something that didn't ever need to be a thing. And it was with great joy that I that I then saw Valiverse's official response, which was overwhelming positivity that Sergeant Slaughter belongs in G.I. Joe and Action Force, as it should be. So mm. there is nothing but uh, but good wishes on this entire venture. And that's the right way to take it, obviously. Mm. It's the fandom that creates drama. Mm. Yeah, that's where the friction comes in. Because I'm like, I like Sergeant Slaughter. I think he's cool. I I love the way he is with his fans. And here he's got an action force figure. He's got a Mattel Wrestling Legends. I think is that that's the name of the line uh, figure, which is gorgeous, by the way. He's got a He-Man Motu WrestleMania like representation and now he's got a gi joe classified version that's awesome that's winning dude like so that's great to see sergeant slaughter in all of these different iterations especially for guys who are huge fans of his and that are really excited about i think if you love sergeant slaughter you should just be excited that you've got another another one you know another one to look forward to that's different you know same same but different um and i love what bobby vela had to say as well i loved his whole response i thought that was really cool he's like you know He's part of G.I. Joe as well. Cool. Pretty much. I mean, I'm summing, uh, summing it up, but he wasn't like negative about it. He was all like, yeah, that's awesome. You know? Yeah, man. I think, I, I think people want to stir up shit for no reason, like you said earlier, you know? Well, I, I'm going to dial back on my earlier comment just slightly. It's not just the fan base that, that kind of want to see the fur fly. Mm. Uh, obviously, the money men of, of Hasbro... Um, had an interest in that as well. Reason being, the thing that caught me when I was listening to uh, Robert Remus, a.k.a. Sergeant Slaughter, give his his address on the live stream, was at one point, the third wall, fourth wall, sorry, came down big time. Uh, And he said that he had re-enlisted with not G.I. Joe, but Hasbro. And that bugs me on at least two levels. Firstly, mm-hmm. every time you saw a live action portion uh, with Sarge playing Sarge in like a G.I. Joe uh, cartoon insert, uh, I think he did like these inserts for the G.I. Joe the movie when they divided it up into a five-parter. And he did like a recap each day. Um, not only that, but the commercials. And every time he did something in camera, it was always keeping the suspension of disbelief up. He's always talking about, I'm in G.I. Joe. And in this episode, we struggle against Cobra. And like, you know, the the fourth wall is firmly established. He's playing a character. But when Sergeant Slaughter, as Sergeant Slaughter, as the character, is saying that he's re-enlisted with Hasbro, well, that's that's some, some piss-poor copywriting. But they knew what they were doing. 
Like you can see he's wearing mirror shades. You can see the auto cues. They're two screens <laughs> reflected. I mean, he was clearly reading the script, performing it with incredible gusto. You know, that is just what the man is born to do. He's he leans into the right words. These Cobra clowns, <laughs> stuff like that. But whoever scripted it, whoever wrote that copy was very explicit in putting the big H in there, which I don't like that. I don't like that from the point of view that it drops the suspension of disbelief, but I also mm -hmm. don't like that because it's as if someone in the big H wanted to, to mark their territory. Yeah. They wanted, they wanted, they wanted to, to piss on something. Yeah. Like, so uh, just to sum up what you're saying is you're more upset with Hasbro having filled that copy, you know, put that copy in front of Sergeant Slaughter as opposed to you're not upset with Sergeant Slaughter's per se. Or... I, I just wish that they'd, I mean, it's, it's, it's probably a product of the times we're in where there's certain buzzwords and things that have to find their way in. Like it's been decided on several layers up from the poor meat puppets uh, in front of and behind the camera. Um, but I, I don't like it, man. I, I want, I want the fantasy. I don't want mm. to hear corporate speak in whenever Sarge is in front of the camera, keep it. You want to be in there. Yeah. Well, keep, keep it, it in situ. Keep, well, mm. keep, keep it true to character and not acknowledge the fact that G.I. Joe is a toy line owned by Hasbro. Mm. Anyway, I've, I've labored this point enough, but it did bug me when I first watched it and I, it, it's, it continues to bother me. Because it's like, this in this statement, we're not only bringing uh, Sergeant Slaughter back into G.I. Joe, we're also going to make it abundantly clear that he's he has signed contracts with his name uh, to allow Hansborough to use his likeness. It's like, uh, just just leave that shit out of it. Yeah. No, okay, I get you on that. I'll keep the corpo out of the whole thing. I'm glad yep. I didn't watch the video. I'm glad I just saw the <laughs> pictures and, and saw people's reactions to the pictures. <laughs> Thank you, Full Force, right. for uh, the image dump, by the way. That's how I get my news now. I don't watch the actual news. I watch people's reaction to the news. Hey, yeah, what a funny time we fun. live in. All right, <laughs> Wait, guys. Where, let's what's everybody talk, running from? Oh, a big dinosaur. Let's talk about the actual, the actual <laughs> action figure, Paul. Um, okay, so uh, I've recently got my hands on... I should have said... I, I'm, spoiler alert for new shit section. I finally got my Action Force figures. Uh, and I'm very, very happy with them. I'm kind of... I'm doing my after-action report on them, um, so I don't <laughs> want to get into too much. But something that I've noticed about them that I love, and th it's something I love about Action Force that has now soured something about Classified that never used to really bug me until I had Ooh. Action Force figure. Ooh. So, Steve, if you wouldn't mind panning from that awesome head sculpt that they've got of the Sarge down to his uh, mid-torso, please. You're welcome. See there? How's that? Uh, he's oh. got a hinged torso. Mm. And I really hate those now <laughs> because Action Force don't have those. And I love that it, uh, it just works better. It just, it looks better. It works better. Um, I personally have never been in a situation with my classified Joes where I need to make them look like they're taking a... They're their own D. Yeah. You know, <laughs> um, 
um, yeah, so that's like slamming their own donuts. If you guys are wondering what <laughs> that means, um, I like that is I I I know it sounds bad. Like, oh my god, this figure is so great, but Paul hates that midsection, and I hope I don't turn <laughs> people off it. But that is something about classified Joe's that is starting to annoy me, and that's the only downside to this uh, to this toy. Otherwise, I think he's great. And also, he's got closed fist hands, which is amazing. So if he has open, grippy hands, that'll be another one up on this figure as well. Because, wow, he actually has, you know, hand variations. Which these bad boys don't come with. Which is also annoying me. But I want to save that for my after-action report. Anyway, dude, what do you think? I think it's cool. I'm, I'm sure you've just heard me go on about everything. So... Yeah, look, I, I'm I'm not the um, slaughter aficionado. I'll be the first to to, to uh, make mention. But these these comings and goings of him in the line like are definitely making me into one. It seems like the a new renaissance for a renaissance for the Sarge, which is it's to be welcomed, man. Like exactly, he always was a kind of a an exciting. A new dimension to, to the G.I. Joe line and and if it's not to your liking feel free to ignore it but it is to enough people's likings that it makes me excited to see them excited I'm talking about the wrestling fans and the G.I. Joe fans and this is like this great confluence point for both of them mm. um, so it, it, it can't help but energize things um, one might say is Hasbro getting desperate I don't say that but it just occurred to me that you know they are, they are really, really doubling down on GI Joe classified. Uh, let's see how it pans out. Oh yeah, but the he's build got, is good. He's got butterfly joints now, uh, like bigger butterfly joints. Hmm. Also, uh, that's something that Hans um, Hans was like. That Sergeant Slaughter has that extra chest swivel by the shoulders. That's cool. I wonder if all the new figures will have that. Um, Hans, dude. If you mean where the shoulders are, you know, most of the, the classifieds do have that butterfly um, movement there. But this one does look like they've changed it up a little bit. So, interesting. And I'm going to take slight exception to you know, the, the oft-said thing that he skips leg day, um, that his legs are kind of out of proportion to his upper body, and just say, this is that kind of superhero physique that you would have seen on the cartoon. Like he's mm. he's all shoulders and traps. Uh, he's got that incredible kind of V structure, which you know the man himself. He was a big dude. He didn't have that kind of physique. This is a bodybuilder physique, and and I I do think that the legs are realistic in that sense. He's just mm. got very very tight pants. <laughs> I think we can all agree those those cargos are like vacuum sealed. <laughs> <Paint it on. laughs> exactly exactly okay well here's to hoping he comes with a, with a triple t uh next oh, oh. We've got tasty pictures of bazooka but i yeah i i don't know i can't believe Good. i'm excited about bazooka like this is a new thing i was never excited about bazooka until i got a vintage bazooka recently and now i'm like this dude's rad rad <laughs> Uh, the, Sergeant Slaughter Slaughterhouse is in the chats. He should be on this show, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> this is your show, Pearl. Yeah, dude, your thoughts on Bazooka? I mean, like, 
good, bad. Otherwise, I know we've kind of briefly spoken about it uh, about him before when he was still a CG image. Oh yeah, this uh, I like this photo shoot. Uh, mm. The dimly lit, um, well, the, the what are they using for the Python Patrol versus the Tiger Force guys? It's good. I like it a bit more than the the Sandy shoot that they did um, for some of the other guys. But we'll get okay. into that, I suppose. Yeah, man, it's exciting. Uh, definitely presenting that version of Bazooka lovingly. All of a sudden, I'm I'm not at all remiss that they didn't lead with the the red shirt i know football oh. fans have, a, have an issue with that but like this is as good a bazooka as as ever mm, totally and now we're gonna have two because mm -hmm. <laughs> there's gonna be this one and the the natural color one but i i think he's great and i think that face mold that face sculpt is awesome it's very emotive and this, this <laughs> is what i was talking about with duke tom Selleck, man hey yeah, big time look at that look at you know that. people I mean, people People think that he looks too smart. And I'm like, guys, Bazooka was never smart. supposed to be an idiot. Yeah. yeah. The cartoon did him a huge disservice. And and that, unfortunately, has been the persona that has, has, has lingered. But if you read his file card, man, this guy's he's not an he's idiot. Just, he's just um, a little bit nuts with the whole annoyed with planes thing. <laughs> his whole motivation to join the military was to shoot down planes. No, that was Backblast. Was that Backblast? Oh, my bad. Bazooka, Sorry, Bazooka. Bazooka was uh, a tanker. And then he realized oh. that a tank could be taken out by oh, yes, yeah. a farmer with a $200 rocket launcher. So let me and rather he's not be. Wrong. <laughs> exactly. Let me rather be. Current on my events feet. have proven that. Go, you're great. No, anyway, <laughs> shutting up now. No politics um, here, Paul. Yes, it's G.I. Joe Book. <laughs> but this uh, this toy is great, and it's it's such a it's such a surprise actually. It's also like a bit of a butt hurt now because, you know, it's money. It's like, you know, if somebody was like put these all on paper and said, okay, well, you know, you're only going to be able to order these once, and we're not going to have any pictures, so choose your favorites. I'd be like, oh yeah, Storm Shadow, yeah, Cool Spirit, uh, Stalker, hell yeah, yeah, Crimson Guard, definitely. I wouldn't have like put a tick next to Bazooka, but now that I've seen pictures of him and. You know how great he is. I'm like, ah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Ah, oh, like, so sweet. You can drop the ordnance into the bazooka, and then it looks like the end swivels so that it won't it won't slide back out the tube. You know, it won't. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be embarrassing. I put it in, and then take aim, and then it drops out the back. It's comedy. Movie? What is that movie like that did that? Like, it's like I think it's in the army now. With Paulie Shaw, where he like mounts and then shoots backwards or something, or it falls out. Can't remember now. Mm-hmm. But hey. it's a good-looking figure, man. I think the helmet turned out perfectly too. At least it's not fisherman bazooka. Wink, wink. Paul <laughs> and lol. <laughs> Very good, <laughs> like, Woodman. Dude, there's not enough plastic in the world. I mean, if Hasbro makes that toy, we're never gonna get it. Sculptor's gonna pick it up. It's gonna be another toy crash. <laughs> And you're gonna army build them. I'm gonna. I don't know if I'm gonna need an army build. There's only one, but then I can start doing my drama. Oh. <laughs> uh, do you think these are the last ones we're gonna see in the um, plastic packaging? By the way, like, do you think the next line of jars are uh, classified jars are gonna come out in the cardboard, closed, sealed? 
Sounds like a rather boring thing to take wages on, Paul. Uh, it's going to happen. And mm. the classified box layout is probably the easiest way to transition because it is effectively a box that's just going to take away the window. If mm. we were dealing with a blister card situation, that would be they'd have to find a more creative solution. <laughs> In fact, I think the blister card format is going to disappear altogether. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's inevitable now. So enjoy it while it lasts. But then again, now you'll be more, even more compelled than ever to stack your boxes with the artwork, you know, the mm. spine facing outwards. It's why I ask, because I'm, I'm curious to see what they'll do with the artwork. I'm, I'm personally hoping they're going to have, they're going to keep the same treatment, maybe just give the artwork more real estate on the front of the box and then have the photograph oh, yeah. of the image or something on there. Yeah. Because this <laughs> I, I, artwork is cool. So. I honestly thought that the windowless box would just have a photograph of the figure with his accessories in place of the window. But yeah, yeah putting, the, putting the artwork big style would be would be nice i just give give all that this. real estate to the artist i gotta flash this because i really love this artwork of bazooka i mean look at that he's so such a great dynamic proportion and him firing off the bazooka there it's so cool it's so video game it's so like explosive pardon me but there are a lot of explosions but it's just i love it i think it's for the listeners artwork. the artwork has two bazookas in fact one of him striding like a stud and incredibly built with his rocket launcher and then the other one of him kind of falling and firing mid-fall while enormous explosions go off so beneath animated. him and above him yeah yeah there's a lot of energy <laughs> hans says very team fortress right i don't know what yeah. that is but i'll take a you very with. very good video game <laughs> oh yeah 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 Right on, my man. I I, I jumped in over your video presentation. (sighs) Not so much video as it is stills. We've got more packaging shots of Bazooka, more in-situ shots of Bazooka, and then Rikondo with his... G'day, ladies. (laughs) He is removing his hat in that swamp. Presumably to say g'day. Uh, It doesn't look like he's fanning himself. He looks very relaxed. He doesn't have a single weapon on him. His uh, his holster is empty. His sheath is empty. He's got nothing in his hands. Just bite uh, people. Just... This 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 seems to me like the toy stylist and photographer were having fun. This was probably going to be B roll. Yeah, like uh, I think so. Yeah, like that was just a like they block in, you know, comedy. <laughs> But yes, it's an immaculate head sculpt. Uh, and the rest of them ain't too shabby like either. <laughs> I can't get over how much this figure looks like Zazel. Zazel doesn't shave his chin. But yes, perhaps under under that beard, Sarge from Sergeant Slaughter Slaughterhouse would look a great deal like Rikondo. Certainly Aussie enough. I don't know. Do you always play Rikondo as an Aussie? I certainly do. Uh, I don't. I must say I don't. I don't. I'm, mm. I'm, uh, now that I can sort of pull off uh an okay-ish somewhat comedic australian accent <laughs> i feel like Don't i try. may be getting to recondo a little bit but like you know it's it's possible it's not great well um, correct me if i'm wrong but the the aussie version was called digger if i'm not very much mistaken uh, which would be an australian and new zealand term for a soldier 
Digger. A digger. Have you got any more cool images of him there? Because I got one or two that I like as well. Bro, thanks to You've Full Force, I've got them all. Pow. He's leveling his assault rifle. Mm. Mm. Rifling it very nicely as well. Which you'd expect from all the classified guys, right? Yeah, more or less. Yeah. It seems like they, they went a little light on the wrapping, whereas the original's entire barrel was was wrapped. Um, this one, they've got a, got a break where he can hold it. A break in the wrapping, I should say. Which is helpful, mm. yeah. I just got a machete or a panga. Is that a panga? Don't they call that a, a cookery or whatever? No, that's not a cookery. Oh, never mind. What do I know about pointy things? All right, the pistol looks like, if I'm not mistaken, 45. the the classic. Yeah. Yeah. Does it look like the 1911? It looks 45-ish. Looks 45-ish enough to me. Yeah. Certainly from this angle. Yeah. But it could be, you know, a creative redesign. Yeah. Uh, maybe Hasbro is avoiding a, exactly. <laughs> I think it's yeah, great. man. I especially love his rifle. It's very mm. cool. And, and that's may I just say, all. Oh yes. I keep mentioning this. This is like, oh god, everybody's like, yeah, Paul's gonna mention the box art. Guys, <laughs> how amazing is this box art? <laughs> like seriously, this this box doesn't deserve to have art this good on it. Honestly, it's so cool. I mean. Like, I, I kind of feel like my appreciation of Ricondo has just risen because of this artwork. So whoever did this, because I actually don't know who the artist is, because um, I don't recognize the style. Um, I'm just like, wow. And, and just to make it sweeter, they went and paint, uh, painted a, a, a tiger fly in the back. Yeah, no, to, it's all about the tiger to. fly for me. Like, yeah, get, get, get rid of the, the men. The two boys. I want I want that helicopter. I want that. That that oh jeez. It never looked better. Like the the yellow color scheme is always gonna be gaudy, but you put set it up against a setting sun like that. Mm. Just does yeah, things to me, man. Great. It has all those all those those resonances to every Vietnam flick you've ever seen. Be it platoon or Oh, Born on the 4th of July. So good. Full metal jacket. <laughs> <laughs> the classic Vietnam War era flick. Crocodile Dundee. Dundee. Yes. No, I'm the Huey Cobra attack helicopter silhouetted against a setting sun. All those golden, reddish, orangish colors. Jeepers. Yeah, a big Apocalypse Now vibes. Thank you, know, you very much, JLS Comics. There's an alternate reality where Jesse Ventura is actually the main character in a movie called Predator. And oh. this is the movie poster for that. It just says Predator, you know, like on the poster. Instead of Arnie, instead of Arnie like, come on, where is it? You know, I'm Arnold like, Braunschweiger. <laughs> <laughs> I will forever be a B-list movie. <laughs> no, now I'm sounding Russian. Oh, God. Um. <laughs> anyway, um, in some alternate reality, this is the Predator poster, and this will yeah. make you a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, man. Yeah. Blame. And that's what the Just movie's blame. called. Predator. Goddamn sexual Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> Is this a smash-up between... Predator and Jurassic Park by any chance? Yeah, probably. It probably is. He probably runs around going, clever girl. Well, it would have had a different outcome, perhaps, if he was hunting raptors with a minigun. Gorgeous. I think, uh, I mean, if there was a mini poster included with the toy, uh, yeah, that that would double in value, I'd say. Yeah, I want that poster. Hasbro, please make those happen. It's a great idea. <laughs> you heard it here. It's a great idea. Please make those posters happen. I want an art book with all of the classified art, please. Yeah, like not asking now. We are f- like actually telling full of you. great ideas. I'm being demanding. Damn it. Because it's not uh, like they're gonna let the artists sell print of the uh, prints of their work. So, but that's that's like that's not Hasbro being dick. That's just how it works. The industry works. Yeah, dude, the more I see these and the photography is fantastic. We're talking about the Python Patrol Trooper with the Officer Deco. It's confusing. I just (laughs) can't get excited about these. I want to. I want to because, I mean, that is a a yellow that I just absolutely love. I love a neon yellow. I just, I can't get excited about these toys. I don't know what it is. Don't know what puts them off, uh, puts me off me, uh, puts me off them. It looks like a rash vest, you know, really gaudy rash vest that you'd wear if the water wasn't too cold and you didn't need to have a full-length wetsuit. They also Mm. look like firemen from far. And there's nothing wrong (laughs) with firemen, but it's not, you didn't buy a fireman. I don't know, I'm not trying to, I know I might be putting people off. I hope I'm not putting people off. So are are you locked into the the darker complexion with these guys? There's not an alternate head, is there? Oh no, that's yeah. That that's the one thing I do like about them is that you know we've got some ethnicity going on, but I just. But you don't have the ability to vary the ethnicity straight out of the box. Yeah, you are very much painted into a corner, like every single Python Patrol trooper. It's a black guy. Yeah. Unless they unless right. they surprise us and they bury them or something, hmm. I don't see that happening. Super Seven, they 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 it was game set and match they in that, that department. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, 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 they gave us that. both. They even gave us uh, the complexion in the hands, which they didn't have to do. They could have made them gloves, but uh, that slavish adherence to the cartoon appearance, huh? Good looking figure, but uh, props the easiest pass from everyone. Yeah. Pop. Although I do like what Brother and then Malachi we get to, to say here. <laughs> McLeod. Serana, I didn't think it was you. Chris, let me know. Oh, I'm frozen. Wow. Oh, dear. Who's you chewing frozen? my internet? I don't know. Maybe your wife's watching Chicago Med or something. <laughs> I'm back. Wife and sister, the bandwidth is about to drop because the whole household is awake wow. now. And everybody's Elliot's, on, the Elliot's on his iPad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. So My 13 month old does not have an iPad yet. This is a so is Rana. thing. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm still as excited about this as I was when I saw it before. More so now that I've seen the weapons that she comes with. I'm like, that I'm very chuffed with the machine gun with the little buzzsaw at the end 
She's got mm. this kind of um, heat blade uh, that I think looks rad. Uh, and An I mean, interesting me extrapolation of what the hell the original backpack is meant to be. I always mm. thought that was like a flashlight poking out of the top on the original, oh, the okay. red backpack. But uh, yeah, this I is a. I always thought it was like a knife or something. But oh, really? I didn't think much of it's, it. Yeah. But the handle's too large, too too wide to be a knife. Like what the Night Viper has poking out of the top of his backpack, that's a knife. <laughs> I know, don't do it. <laughs> We're <Hans Charles. laughs> But then this happened. And this is the thing where I feel like Hasbro heard us. When we were talking about it would be cool if they gave a, a alternate hair do. Way back it's so funny. Well, they, they had the packaging shot in the, the live stream and you shared that to me. And I was like, why is the alternate head like hair up? I mean, what are they, why are they hiding the face? What, what's up? Like, are there earrings that they want to keep secret? Is it a secret identity? Um, no, it's really to just draw attention to the fact that she's got that top bun. Mm. And I'm going to tip my hand straight away. I freaking love it. I love it when they go all in on a classic design, even if it looks weird. <laughs> you know, that's one hell of a hairstyle. And it is strange and it is beautiful. They did it with Lady J and I'm happy they've done it with Serena because it, it ticks all the boxes. A variation of that style. Ticks all my ticks boxes. All my boxes. <laughs> um, this this photo shoot I'm less enamored with because I think the uh, very studio lighting is is playing a role here. Like I know these mm. have to be product shots, so they have to show the product very, very vividly. Mm. But if that wasn't the mandate from Hasbro, I think a single point of lighting would would have made this more interesting. You'd be able to see less. Which would not serve the purposes we're, you know, our purposes right now on this this podcast, but no. it would be better photography. Like I, I don't like the fact that there, there seem to be two suns in this. Uh, yeah, she's yeah. got she's got light hitting her from both sides, which means that, wow, she's got a, Ta two Tatooine's here. twin suns. She she took a, a a trip to the Star Wars universe. And also, to your credit, you've shot enough Joes on the beach to know what that should look like. You know, for it to look right. Oh, here's a problem. I, Her knife what? sheath is floating. So look at it. It is wrapped around her thigh and is on the on the, on the other underside. Mm. Bad news, man. I hope that's um, I hope that's just a whoopsie in the photography situation, like that they just bumped it down and that is like I, I hope it's not that serious an issue. Yeah. Zantara loves Zorana, but never cared for any of the figure's hairstyles. Oh, is the party at the back business business at the front not to your liking either? Ultimate they went with the mullets, which is which is that's a that's a product of of recent times. That was never her thing back in the day, was mm. it? No, actually, her comic book mm. appearance did the mullets. Yes, yeah, and also yes, issue fifty one. Yeah, there we go. Brother Malachi said it in very succinctly. It looks like it slipped, to be honest. Well, but it's going to keep uh, slipping if that's uh, if the if the toy doesn't somehow affix it better. It's going to do that to everyone, and probably wind up being snipped off. 
Mm. Or maybe 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 the rubber is stretchy enough that it will like be okay. tight along the the thickest point of her thigh. So you just got to work it back up there. Anyway. I would still love them to do I could talk about Serrano's thighs all day. Oh, Stephen. I would still love uh, love it if they could do a Serrano where her hairstyle is completely shaved on the sides and she's got like uh, a mohawk where she's got like that side mohawk thing. I would love it if they would do that. That's it's uh, actually how I prefer to draw her. But hmm. But I'm very happy with these. I'm very happy we're getting Serrano. It's um you know lo- way back when, not that long ago, but we had a classified um sort of speculation episode about which figures we would love to see in the classified line. This was one of my picks. I'm very happy to see that this is a a, a real thing. Plus now I've you know, and I love the family as well. So I'm glad they did away with the holster that they had on her upper torso. I would have been interested mm. to see how, how they achieved that. I mean, even in the section scale, um, to get a, a functional holster on such a small bit of real estate would have been tricky. No, so, yeah, I, I, I was going to make that a criticism, but actually they made the right no, pick. I think it's a win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Nice. So there's that heat blade you were talking about, Paul. It looked yes. like it had a... A hinge, but it's not a hinge. It's just this kind of bulbous end. I can't decide. Like my Gundam brain says, it's a heat blade, you know. And obviously the visuals there, it's like heating up in the end and whatever. Well, you're doing but yourself also- no favors by watching Lenny and Emily, because they mm. did explicitly say she puts it into the bag to kind of charge it up, and then pulls it out when she wants to cut like a knife through butter. Uh, my words, not theirs. Oh, and there we can see the knife sheath worked up onto her thigh. Oh, okay, there we go. And that looks kind of awkward as a garter belt, but whatever. That's a little, <laughs> little too high, if you ask me. <laughs> I like that angle, though. On, on her the photographer face. got frustrated. They were like, oh, just stay there. But also, you can get those, like, that, like, those sticky dot things anyway that like you know that's not that they used to long ago when they used to put a cd on a magazine they used to use that like sticky dots not stuff paul you shouldn't have to so here's to hoping the photographer sends some feedback back to the manufacturers or whoever else and they come up with a solution but little, I do love little that angle. it's so cool mm. yeah. rad what do you think of the spurs i i it's on the original so, it is go faster yeah. motorbike yeah i dig it it's very punk it's very mad max to have stuff like that it's not gonna help her with her her noise control there's that great scene oh i think it, it was no it wasn't extended in the extended version but in the good the bad and the ugly where mm. the guys are sneaking up on 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 blondie and he says your spurs it's basically like the Spurs gave them away. So, yeah, it's it's not exactly a stealth move to have Spurs on Zorana. I guess she's that cocky, yeah? Mm. Well, she is, yeah. It's it's a, I don't know. It's don't all about the like, look, Lavi. Yeah, I don't want to labor that because I feel like they, you know, don't let real, uh, reality get in the way of a good story. <laughs> or don't let it get in the way of a good story. So. Yeah. Yeah, and it's faithful to the original, which, like, you're always going to displease someone, but I think you displease fewer Joe fans by being faithful to the original. My example is, like, 
anytime we see the classic presentation of Termex and Zamont, you get people saying, I wish they came with suits. Mm. But if you gave us suited and booted versions, you I think like the other version. far more people would say, ah, oh, that's cool and all, but I wish they were the classic. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Removable magazines on guns. Sweet. Yeah. They've done that since uh, the first time I saw that on a classified was Baroness from the movie. <laughs> They've done it since Bobby showed them how to do it. Oh, yeah, shots much. fired. Yep, yep, yep. And now um, the controversy that rages on the artwork. Paul, what do you think of this? It, you know what? I love Zorana. So I'm a bit annoyed that they went with that style. I would have liked to have seen... There's nothing... Like, this artwork is great. Please, I'm not trying to diss the artist or anything like that. It's just... I would have liked to have seen something more... Intense. More... Like... Something more hardcore. Like, what we got with De with um, Zartan. Or how, what we've seen with Rikondo. Or... Just that kind of vibe. I think Serana needs that. Because... I feel that this image on the box... Uh, she's a brat's girl. Yeah, it's like she's the, the she's the girl. Make, make her look like message. a girl toy. Mm. Um, uh, Tony in, said in it best cool last yeah. night uh, when he said that. Why does she look like Harley Quinn? Oh yeah, because yeah, Harley Quinn self. Ugh. Exactly, like, Harley Harley Quinn is a recognizable IP. Like if you can attract that kind of buyer audience, I don't know. Can it? Is it in the right place in the toy aisles? I don't know. I don't know. Could it potentially get a, you know, an otherwise non-GI Joe fan girl to buy a GI Joe toy? I wonder. Honestly, I'm hoping the toy does that. Like, you know, a girl. But the artwork just says. Cool the artwork just says rather boldly and rather loudly, like, "Hey, this is a badass, cool girls' toy." Mm. See. Like, I can go into this for too long, and that's why I don't want to, like, labor on it too hard. But I feel like, why did they take a female character that is a hardcore punk, kind of, and then reduce her to being such Soften a simple her. image? Why couldn't they have just made her cool and made her relatable in a, in a cool way? There's nothing wrong with this artwork. I think that there's a place for this artwork for Serena, definitely. I just don't think it's on the box. So, hmm. yeah. Yeah, I, I, look, I, I always want to be positive about this because it is gorgeous. I love the artwork. Because it also reminds me of... Um, sorry, man, yeah? No, it just, it, it just falls into the ever-expanding category of classified box arts that are kind of out of step with, with a more acceptable uh, aesthetic. Yeah. It's like there needs to be a strong brief. You don't want to constrain your artists, but at the same time, they're making product art. So yeah. you as an artist, Paul, surely can speak to that. You've got to keep it in the character of, of the stuff that it shares shelf space with. But no, that's totally. obviously not an imperative with yeah, this, what guy. they call the yeah. artist series of G.I. Joe packages. This is all about just like every artist bringing their own individual style and hopefully it'll find its audience. But I think a lot of us are just far too conservative for, for, huge variations in our packaging art. yeah possibly i i mean this is that, definitely also, on the models man this is like the far extreme of like cartoonish presentation 
but what's interesting about like this piece for example uh, i've been playing a lot of streets of rage on my time off actually and that streets of rage streets of rage 4 aesthetic is kind of the right way so if they wanted to go with the cartoon look i think they should have contacted that artist from dot emu um and asked mm. him to do that serana because i think he would have gotten the edge right because oh, it would have still been cartoony but it would have had that edge it would have had but something. this is Even looking like it, dot emu yeah. And thank you, Zero Akurashi. Uh, that's very kind, man. Uh, oh, a super hot, man. chat, Paul. We've been super chatted. Hey. Yeah, super chats. <laughs> awesome. Um, Much appreciated. Yeah, it does look like it. And I'm scared I'm going to put my phone in my mouth here with it. Maybe, you know, it's uh, if it is the same artist, because now that I'm looking at it more, I'm like, I feel like maybe he was asked to pull back a bit or something. I don't know. I don't want to labor on this too too hard because I'm worried I'm going to come across as very like negative and I don't want to offend the artist or whatever. So I think they did the best job. Uh, listen, they did a great job on the artwork. It's just, yeah, it's a bit brat like <laughs> I don't, uh, I, and, and I don't mean it like it's just, uh, yeah, I think it could have been more hardcore. I think this artwork could have been used for another G.I. Joe project for Serena. There's the man in the sand. Mm-hmm. Dusty. With That's his so goggles weird. on. What is so <laughs> weird, Paul? I don't know how to process that. Like, I've got, no, like, there's nothing bad. It's just, I, it's weird seeing him with his goggles on. <laughs> you know? It's I like, think it's weird seeing how tapered his torso is in this shot. He's very... Well, I suppose it's just the way his body is twisted. But, like, Dusty always gave me the impression that he was wearing quite baggy clothing. Whereas a lot of G.I. Joes look completely form-fitting. This guy, yeah. you know, he was in his camis. Uh, it's not bad. It's not stellar. I mean, Dusty85 is a standout mm -hmm. figure. Just the beauty in sim simplicity. And you can't catch that lightning in the bottle again. Like, that's just... He's a, he's a high-water mark in A-Raw. Uh, and this is an okay classified figure. Simple. Don't expect too I, much from him. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this. Just because I've seen other... Well, there's another shot of him that looks pretty good. If memory mm. serves. Uh, with other Let's goggles. get to that. Um, <clears throat> there's a few others that have turned me on to him. Like that. I think that looks pretty cool. You know, we get bipod so is functional. There. And also to answer our question from that old episode as well, it looks like the back is plastic. The on the Havelock. The helmet. Yeah, on the Havelock. Mm. Thank you. I keep forgetting that word. Well, it does Guys, this then... this is why that waist looks thin. Because they use a hinge joint. Because Action Force uses this midriff. Sorry. I just want to just... And guys, I know that you guys know that we're friends and we, you know, that we like... Bobby Vala and Valiverse, but this is a legitimate thing. Like this has got nothing to do with that. This is just a good design. He doesn't look thin and skinny because of this design. That a hinge lock thing makes all of the action force stuff. I mean, action force, all of the classified stuff looks skinny in the waist. It gives him all hmm. of this like V waist thing. There's a few exceptions. Uh, Zartan's one of them and major blood is another, but it's just the construction. It's this damn hinge that Hasbro needs to get over. <laughs> Seriously, Hasbro, get over this hinge. 
it makes right. your figure so irritating to photo- uh, photograph in a cool way. Anyway, carrying right along, on to Dustin. No, I'm, I'm glad you have first-hand experience of these things, man, because I'm such a... I mean, I'm just a commentator. I'm an armchair commentator. I've got my arms firmly on this chair. Uh, I'm not reaching out and touching no plastic. So, Paul, thank you, my friend. Pleasure. Mm. So, on to the dust again. He's surrounded by dust. He's dusty. He's dusty. And even in this shot, when he's lying prone, it does also look like he's very thin-waisted, which then has the unfortunate side effect of accentuating his ass. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm nitpicking, man. It's whatever, whatever. What do you think of the head sculpt, Paul? I, I dig it. I think it's very yeah. cool. Excellent. Yeah. I'm, I'm a fan. Good. And I also love that now we can have his go- goggles on his head as well. You know, instead of just having the Havelock and the helmet. I love that. I think that's a lot of fun. Mm. That adds something to Dusty that was introduced with the uh, with the modern era figures. That was something I appreciated with the oh, yeah. Pursuit of Cobra. The yeah, post-apocalyptic like Pursuit of Cobra Dusty <laughs> yeah. with his like yeah. gas mask. Nice. What is that awesome anime? I can't remember the name of it now. That had a character that had a mask very similar to Dusty's. He's like, uh, hello, I'm Dusty. Now you die. Didn't photons do... have masks like that? Yeah, they do actually. Now that you mm. mention it, yes. I I'm gonna say this. I'm never gonna put these goggles on with his helmet on at the same time. Reality be damned. It just looks too weird for me, man. It's too freaking weird. <laughs> just nice though that the engineering allows you to do three different modes. Helmet on, goggles on top of head, helmet on, goggles on face, and then helmet off and goggles on face. <laughs> you know, you, you've got a little bit more flexibility, whereas Dusty was always very much like very anonymous. Yeah, You, you never got a sense of his character because the helmet wasn't removable and the camo paint was thick, man. Shit smears desert, all over his face. Desert Punk, that's the name of the anime that I was referring mm. to. But if I'm not Very good. But, yeah. But yeah, cool. Nice approximation of the Femos, uh, which is great. And still interesting that he's using a French machine gun, but whatever. It's, it's you know because that's... he's a member of the French Foreign Legion. Foreign Come Legion. on, man. Yeah, but, like, the inspiration but... is clear. Even if the file oh. card muddies the water and then his characterization from then on is as an American, a, a real American hero. Like, Ron Rudet is quote Ron Rudet is quoted as saying that he was always trying to increase the international flavor of GI Joe, yeah. um, and then when it got to the the file card stage, then things were dialed back and everything was made domestic US. So his designs are what I'm going off of, and yes, mm. that's why he's got a French gun, and it's very interesting to note that even in 1991, he had a French gun. Uh, I think it's a, called an yeah. MAT, I'm forgetting the the numbers, MAT yeah. 34, 31, French gun, basically. We need uh, but but Buttface or Bart or somebody needs to jump in and, and uh, somebody military needs to jump in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then a fun fact, just throwing this out there because we're just talking about the FAMAS, is that's uh, the FAMAS, it doesn't appear in Metal Gear Solid 2 because of that because it's a very French weapon and it wouldn't be used by uh, a soldier in the American special forces. Just a thought, just something. Yeah. Fun fact. 
take oh cool hold on go down again uh Ooh. why have i never noticed that before his knife on his ankle that's cool mm. i like that i like that a lot instead of it being on his calf or on his sides there it's a it's an ankle holster i dig that it works <laughs> yeah you should you should have a chat to tony then about it because he doesn't not, he doesn't <laughs> dig it no dude once again it's not the most practical thing in the world it mm. really can get in the way and cause, cause injury but it's just cool on a toy yep you know and that's all it needs to be i guess if you like buying cool toys <laughs> all right any more things we want to say about Mr. Dusty? Once again, removable, ma removable magazine on a bullpup, which I believe is quite awkward to reload. But yeah, whatever. Going from the back is a bit tricky. Um, yeah, nothing else I want to mention about Dusty. I think, uh, I think he's actually a winner. Uh, I had a few doubts about him as the artwork sort of, not the artwork, but the image of him sat with me for a while from that last episode that we did with him when we when he was first um sort of uh revealed uh there were elements that were starting to uh like i want to say bore they used to they were boring me i was like eh. but actually he's turning turning out to be a very interesting looking toy like a fun a fun to play toy is actually kind of a surprise mm -hmm. <laughs> all right shall we move on from the dust i don't know what's next Ooh, to be honest before we move on from the dust i just want to put yeah okay you got the box art up okay because that's exactly what i was going to focus on mm -hmm. now that is some stunning paint work you like that okay cool well what do <laughs> i know what do i know paul you it know reminds what you me like and there's nothing wrong with that nobody uh, i'm not here to change what you like don't, don't but, get me wrong Okay, well, then it, you, you forced me to be critical and, like, it's almost too painterly for toy artwork. I find that it's too serious, actually. It looks like, like some religious scene, to be honest. Yes, it looks, like, very somber. Like, I, I, I know what the artist is trying to do and I feel like on the side of the box it nails it. He's got that, like, whole feel right. But the face shot on the front is very, like... It's not that exciting but then you know what my problem with this style of artwork is and it's because if you're a gamer if you're into video games and you like really into video games like you you've got a favorite game that you look forward to and you like reading all the articles about it and you see the concept art and the, the example i'm going to use is uh, something like assassin's creed assassin's creed for their concept art they use a lot of that kind of style for their rush painting so for me immediately when i see stuff like that i go it feels a bit muddy, like color-wise, um, but because the artist is just literally trying to get like a face and like some basic elements to sort of be put a, a forth in front of the team, so that the team can agree on it, and so that they can move on to the deeper phases of of you know painting up the character and and rendering the character and stuff. So to me, that looks like a very like work image, like it doesn't look like an artwork. If that makes sense um yeah okay <laughs> sergeant slaughter makes a good uh uh sergeant slaughter's slaughterhouse makes a very good point if you smile in a sandstorm you'll be eating dust totally and uh, don't get me wrong it's just i just find it's very much like this is his driver's license picture that's kind of what i'm getting at it's like <laughs> you know, he went to the 
the the DDMV, the Desert Department of Motor Vehicles. Yeah. Very good. I was wondering if you were going to get there. I assume that's the <laughs> acronym. Uh, yeah. I, what do we know? We're only in South Africa. Hey, it's my guys. It's my guys. Mm, Paul Finally. likes the CGs. I love them CGs. And would you believe it? The thing I love the most about these, aside from them being really well made, is Hasbro has finally figured out how to peg a gun to a backpack without it irritating everybody. You see, Hasbro, the trick is this. You take the gun and you find a way to put it on the backpack without sticking a massive plastic penis on it. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yes. It how does that relate need... to the C? Yes. It, here, it's got a little hole and it goes through the trigger guard. And you know what? That is so much better than it having a post that sticks into the bag. And yes, I use penis on purpose because all the Cobra guns have got this big dong on it. And it's like, <laughs> you know. But it's anyway. like sound attack, that kind of crap. Okay, mm. I see what you're talking about now. It's really just a post on the backpack, goes through the trigger guard, and it's very unobtrusive that way. Exactly. I'm... I'm I'm sad that the CG's more stylized classic rifle isn't being reproduced here. This is a oh, rather generic. This is an oh. M4, if I'm not mistaken. So burning. you're giving a CG a very American weapon. Oh, are people? That's are, my. Are, are, yeah. No, that's I, my I only nitpick. Um, that doesn't bug me too much. I think it's because I own a Sideshow figure and the Sideshow version comes with a Chris Vector and like that's already taking it in a, in a crazy realm. So seeing him with the, like the M4 with this carbine is like not a bad thing for me. The bayonet is interesting. I got a question. Are bayonets, are we still allowed to, when I say we, are, are bayonets still used? I mean, I, I, I don't think Cobra gives a, a flying hoot if bayonets are approved by Geneva Conventions or whatever, but are are they still being used in conflicts? Like, I'm going to guess yes. Mm. But what do I know? I'm just, once again, armchair collector. Um, it does look cool. Yeah, it, it does it. It gives him it the does. wrong resonances for the CG, man. It looks less ceremonial as well more foot soldier. yeah there was something a little bit more elegant like very functional about his previous rifle or uh, weapon mm -hmm. his classic but it was still ceremonial looking like because it was exotic whereas this weapon it's unmistakable you know you'll always have context for it you'll always have some resonances for it be it well, any conflict that you've seen it in or any film that you've seen it in. Whereas, yeah, you know, I always wanted the, the CG to be more exotic. But, it, I mean, whatever. It's neither here nor there. I'm, I, I might not... I might be barking up the wrong tree. Maybe no one else feels that way. The 50th anniversary Crimson Guard also came with a carbine-style rifle, if memory serves. Yeah, well, like I'm a, stuck like in 1985, Paul. Yeah, no, I, I feel you on that. It's just... I think that could also be why I'm a bit desensitized to it. I know where you're coming from. It feels like you should have something more elite, so to speak. You know, like he's played lots of Call of Duty and he's unlocked all the higher tier weapons. 
he's got like gold gums now. I think, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, is that it for Neuro Village? No. No. <laughs> we didn't show. We didn't show like what I think is one of the most important figures in this line. The first one being, you'll never right. kill Kenny. Okay. <laughs> Can we just take two seconds to like remark on what the actual fudge kittens is this hood? Seriously, what? Okay, because so you're talking about Storm Shadows hoodie. Hood. Yeah, it's like... I, it's... No. It's weird. You, it's a take it or leave it item. Like, you don't ever have to put it on your toy. It just... It could have been something else. You know what I mean? It could have been a cool plastic climbing claw or removable shuriken or something from that other Storm... It could have been a fan, but we got the Kenny style hoodie. <laughs> Somebody mm. even, yeah, it's, I don't like it. I think that's a very, very silly thing. If you like it, power to you. Uh, maybe other photos will, will reveal its awesomeness, but I just think it looks absolutely silly. It looks a bit like, it's just, it's a bit, no. Anyway, I don't want to get into that. Um, and I do love seeing some in-action shots of this Storm Shadow. His bow looks great. He looks great. I'm super excited for this toy. I mean, yes, I'm a Storm Shadow fan. That doesn't mean that he, you know, is always a great toy. And this one is awesome. Because the movie one, I just felt as a toy wasn't enough for me. It kind of disappointed me a little. So I'm excited to have a, a, a big Storm Shadow. So, yay. And then also, it's a pity Rob couldn't be here um, today. But uh, there's some cool shots of Spirit coming out. So... Yeah, some mm. very, very cool shots. And Spirit is looking absolutely awesome. Um, like, just really super cool. And I just wanted to get some of that out there as well. Like, I'm very excited about this guy. Rob is very excited about this guy. So, yeah. So, I just want to give that some love. And then also, I did grab a few of the artworks because, you know, it's a thing. So, here's that Serena artwork um, in full view. Uh, mm. It just doesn't have the right energy. Uh, I don't feel it has the right energy. It's a cool artwork. Don't get me wrong. I just feel it's got the wrong energy. It makes it look like like if I was a kid and I looked at this, I would think that maybe she was some kind of pop star or rock star or something that goes bad. That's kind of the vibe I get. Like now that I see the artwork in, in full context again, I'm like, hmm. Um, <laughs> these dudes look awesome. I like this. This hyper stylized. It looks almost like a like a propaganda poster which i feel when you take cobra troopers and you put them uh, in your you sort of put them in that theme it sells them quite hard which it's meant to and they look so evil here in the background on the bottom uh it's awesome i'm digging that you've heard well it could have the... yeah the yeah. python patrol trooper artwork could easily have kind of a a slogan from germany in the 1930s if you get right, my drift. Exactly. Yeah, I totally get your drift. Um, I just wanted to just have a full view of this stunning bazooka artwork. I absolutely love this. Uh, once again, it's just proof that you don't have to have a super, super tight image to make something look cool. There's a lot of dynamics going on here. I've actually put this into my swipe file uh, because there are some techniques here that I really dig. Just wanted to share that. This is rad. <laughs> this is so synth wave. The Crimson, the Crimson Gods. The Crimson Gods. 
I don't know if it's the best approach for it, but I'm definitely not knocking it. I think it's a cool, I think it's a cool artwork nonetheless. And um, yeah, and then that's just, and then obviously we've seen the Recondo. We, I blew that up on the screen earlier, but just for, <laughs> you may have missed it. <laughs> um, Jesse Ventura. Yeah, no, it's, it's rad. It's so rad. I want that as a poster. Like, they've, they've just elevated Rakondo from being a character that I think is cool to being a character. I think it's just really cool. This poster just tells, <laughs> tells stories. Just, from cool to really cool. To really this cool. Yeah, you've Paul Lopes' cooler there. meter. Um, <laughs> yeah. You funny anyway. little brew. All right, my dude. Uh, we had on the agenda a little bit of talk about The Renegades Part 4 which uh, premiered last weekend. Haven't chatted about it yet, so we might as well use the soak up the last couple of minutes of this live stream talking about our last plea motion, uh, which was very ably soundtracked right the way through by Mr. Paul Deadly Pencils. What is your um, DJ name, dude? Uh, <laughs> um, I think it sounds so lame. When I was like younger in high school... Be I lame. About, Own like, it. But like DJ Vu... Like deja vu, and it was fun because <laughs> like you could it. play with, yeah, and there was like lots that you could play with the VU, like you know, vector uniform and all kinds of stuff. And then uh, I like, I also like noise tank, as well because I like the whole military aspect of it, like you being a noise tank, like that's the other thing. So I kind of feel like as when I get my shit together a little bit with the music, I will start maybe categorizing that music into those different personas because i feel like if i go by like dj vu i don't feel like that collects everything under the same banner and this is going to sound terribly pretentious but if you take like tom york tom york is tom york so you expect him to be like everything is very diverse that comes out of him like i don't feel i'm that <laughs> so i feel like i have to create these like different labels for a genre thing so but yeah, yeah man sometimes thing. you gotta stick with your your initial instinct and dj view as in deja vu uh we're trading in nostalgia now paul there's something there's something beautiful there in that, that that mission statement yeah there is that yeah we're we're grown men playing with our toys anyways uh to help guide yeah. us through this chat very kindly our buddy and fellow Playmotion filmmaker, Troy Smith, emailed us with some talking points, some questions that he had. Uh, <laughs> <Did you> so... <laughs> Sorry, I just saw that. <laughs> it's good. It's good, good. So Troy says, great job on Renegades 4, The Forge. I probably won't be able to make it to the live stream, but I have seen his name in the chat. So uh, you made it, Troy. Yeah, yeah, Here's your email. Too. Uh, but I wanted to send some questions and observations. What is that truck that they are driving? Yes, we open with uh, Mercer in IG gear driving a truck. And it is none other than the turbo tank from Star Wars. Uh, this is from Revenge of the Sith. And it is a fabulously large hunk of plastic. Like, unbelievably so. Like, if we are in a plastic-strapped time now where this stuff is worth its weight in gold well dial the clocks back 15 years and they were just giving it away this is a mega 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 toy and uh yeah i fortunately was able to pick one up sold locally on facebook marketplace for i'm gonna say all of about 30 dollars my word i don't know 
And they trade for big money yeah, nowadays. Hmm, I got lucky and I didn't even know it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's been said on more than one occasion on Order of Battle that this is high up on on Joel's uh, hit list. Mm. Um, and he hasn't been able to find one. I, I, I guess I got lucky. Joel, if uh, if you want to pay the shipping from Australia, you can have it. Just kidding. I want it for my movies. <laughs> <laughs> it also, came I in handy. Yes. Excellent. On with Troy's points. He says, excellent lighting with the Christmas tree lights. <laughs> yeah, you know it. Yeah, because it looks like factory lighting. Exactly like, why I chose to use it. Celia commented um, on that as well. She was like, hmm. oh, I love the lights. And then she's very like, atmospheric because, cool. well, they scale well. So, mm. and the fact that they are white lights and fortunately not like rainbow colored. I mean, phew, so glad we went with the, the crystal white instead of like, you know, all the colors. Um, because, hey, they found use in this episode. Uh, he wanted to know where we shot give us a tour talk about the items used to make the base well let me tell you guys living in the first world now it's a playground people turf out used electronics all the time you just find them on curbsides so i make it my duty to drive around taking oh that's a that's an old printer i'll have that an old flat screen someone just wanted to throw that out into the curb um so yeah old hi-fis i've I spent a good long time gutting like just old electronics and taking out circuit boards. Yeah, you know, um, because I'm not a set builder. I'm not a miniaturist. I'm not a Warhammer guy. You can sink a lifetime into building sets, but we don't have time. No, I don't have time. And we didn't have time as kids to do that most of us anyways it was like i want to play with my toys i want an environment to play with my toys in let me get whatever's to hand so grabbing electronic greeblies just because they look detailed they don't necessarily look scale accurate or like they would actually have any function in the world we're creating but the fact that they just add like textural elements and they also have enormous resonances to us as kids just grabbing whatever we could lay our hands on. That's why. That's why. That's why it works. So, and that's my explanation, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> there's a moment, uh, if you go back to that shot specifically, uh, that I think a lot of people take for granted. Uh, well, I, I wonder if people took, to, took it for granted like I took it for granted. When you see the dudes behind, running in the background, so you see Taurus and a Red Dog run past the camera in the background. Mm-hmm. And... It's, there's no hands, there's no nothing, they're just sort of coming through. There's not stop motion or anything like that. And you really do take it for granted. Like, when they slip past, you're just like, oh, look at them slipping past, you know. And I well, They were all on figure stands, and I had a little wire uh, curled around their ankles to slide them past the frame. There you go, man. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's magic. It's its so good. It's such a cool moment. And I love these like two IGs, like, who's this big Cobra big shot? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, is the dialogue audible to you? It is when I wear my headphones. So I, I recorded it and made it super, super soft because I wanted that to be what voice actors actually call wabba, which is like, if you're in a bar scene, 
the actors are called in to just record not even fully formed words, just wobble, 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 which at a low volume will sound like just the rumble of 10 conversations happening around you. Good eye, mate. I have syphilis. I should have put in some comedy, but you're the funny guy. I'm the straight man. Um, but I no, they, they, you're absolutely right. They're, they're talking about a girl that the one IG is kind of serious about. And the other guy's like calling his bluff, like, nah, you're never going to see her again. And then they're talking about, yeah, uh, this big shot Cobra guy who's got them all pulling extra duties. Like when's he going to leave? So yeah, I, I did throw a little bit of scripting in there, but um, that's an Easter egg that I doubt anyone will ever be able to fully isolate. These unless... are monitoring headphones. So oh yeah. They're not, Sounds like they're I need not... a pair of them. They equalize. They're like, on the middle they're designed to they don't even like they're not even bassy they're designed for djing so that's why uh, i think i heard it mm. uh and that covers his next point quite quite neatly um sneaky good camera move up to mercer tossing the c4 to taurus thanks sometimes when you can't get motion from these lifeless pieces of plastic get it from your camera work so you can kind of I suppose trick the eye into feeling like Mercer's thrown something up to a guy on top, um, just by moving the camera up, making the camera the lump of C4 that he's throwing. Hmm. Fun, fun. Anytime I can get anything kinetic into the frame, you got to, dude. Uh, Filming these inanimate objects get creative in, in creating some kind of motion frame to frame. Um, oh, here's good, a good one. What are you using for the muzzle flares? Well, this will be familiar <laughs> to you, Paul. Question. And yeah. it's been asked a few times. And my secret is basically you have a lighter or a pair of lighters just yeah. off camera. And you're basically just popping them. That, that's it. That's it. Yeah. I'm not about to start dabbling with like after effects because you can get packages of like explosions but the lighting doesn't match and the drama doesn't sell it looks like a cut and paste effect that is put on top of an image so i'm gonna resist it with my guerrilla filmmaking as much as possible even to the point where i'm on my hands and knees with a pair of lighters in front of the camera going and let me tell you friend these aren't electronic lighters these are good old friction what are they flint yeah flint i mean sparkies they gotta be because the 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 electric ones don't have the same vibe yeah okay well paul do that same move in rapid succession and you will oh camera my thumbs are hurting and it burns. vicariously. It it's it's hot and also it's a lot of lot of friction. Eesh. If you're yeah. a smoker and you shouldn't be, but if you are <laughs> a smoker, you do, you do condition to it, Joe. Mm. I remember the first time when I was a kid and I tried to strike a lighter, I was like <laughs> All right, uh and last but not least, what are you using for your light source during the Mercer and Red Dog conversation? Well, my friends, that is a bit of LED. 
uh, my sister actually um, as a as a sort of a, an arrivals gift for my son bought a nightlight an LED nightlight which I subsequently just stripped down to its bare bones and used it for for this particular setup that you're seeing on screen right now uh, it's a strong cool, light man. well the thing is you can change the 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 colors of these LEDs so you can give that it is- these like highlights of hot pink or, or or cool blue very very useful to have something like that i totally want because like in south africa because i mean with the load shedding being the way it is we kind of all have these like little lights that you can charge via usb and they're actually really really good i like to use those a lot as like you know like full lights or a secondary light but i'd love it if they could change colors so it's cool to hear that you got one it's cool to hear that mm. your sister got it here locally you know no no she she i think she she bought it online it was sent it was a local seller here but dude led lights are now super common super easy yeah yeah this one even has a remote that you should use to change the lights you're not like pressing one button you're like you got a remote with all the colors very cool my pc has that like i can change the it's random and then he goes on to conclude, Stephen, you are getting better and better at your video production. Thank you, Troy. It means a lot coming from you, particularly, my man. Um, I'm taking notes on your style, and I think what really sells these videos are your angles and compositions. You guys, you have guys in the foreground and the background that are static, and then moving a guy in the mid. Uh, yeah, he's referring to the shot with old CC and boarding a helicopter. But a lot of a lot of GI Joe book shots have that though. Well, it's courtesy of conversations I've had with... Well, yeah. no, Paul, it's it's very conscious because I've spoken to an artiste called Paul, Paul uh-huh. Debley, <laughs> Debley Pencils. Deadly Pencils. And, and he's made me aware of the fact that, like, have deep background and ultra close oh, foreground God. and play play in the <laughs> mid. Um, anyway, Troy concludes by saying I should speak to that, guy. that someday yeah. I would like to fly out and meet you so we can work on one of these together. And Troy... That would be my greatest pleasure. Because let me tell you, pal, the amount of stuff that I've had to cut from these scripts, action sequences, for instance, that I just I can't do on my own. No, my wife's not going to be interested in helping me. My son's too young. I need I need my boys. So yeah, the the play motions. I've tried not to let them suffer for it, but I can't help but admit at this point that there's just things that that have to remain on the page and can't be committed to celluloid digital mm. i think it's time and we I flipped to the comments man yeah. we've got some a yeah. lot that we've we've missed out on um but yeah c- c- continue paul i'll have a read while you chew the air i was just gonna say like um i mean with the, the after action report that i've been busy on i've been doing these shots where i'll sort of run the camera not this camera but i'll run this behind the joe and then sort of kind of all behind the swarm trooper and kind of move it around and you're trying to do this and move forward with it and even that is a handful and that's just one character in my hand you know um and then you sort of have to like pathfind you know to get to the other character in the scene so yeah dude i feel your pain and i do look (laughs) forward to when we can do these things as a team (laughs) Uh, you need to recruit celia dude she 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 is an untapped potential she totally will help me with it. It's just, it's a case of, I mean, she's helped me a bit with some shooting some footage in the, in the park as well for other stuff. Mm. So, yeah. Our buddy, brother Malachi has a string of great comments. He's absolutely with me when we say that we would do that as kids, uh, referring back to 
repurposing real world objects that that work that have a kind of a technical intrigue to them um <laughs> he used to make spaceships out of styrofoam cups that's creative i wouldn't mind seeing how you achieve that uh and yes absolutely right the benelux catalog showed me that this was acceptable uh, in case i was worried otherwise because you know i had used circuit boards as scenery as a child but to commit it to to, to, to pictures and to film um, when I saw a professional presentation like the Benelux catalog using what I recognized to be circuit boards and mm. like kitchen appliances. Um, that's when I thought absolutely green light. You can make this stuff look good. You can sell it. Um, yeah. Sergeant Slaughter, Slaughter, Sergeant Slaughter, Sergeant Slaughter, Slaughterhouse says, that's a lot of S's actually. Yeah, that's a tongue twister. I loved that there was a conversation going on between those two as they stood there. Yeah, it was a very last minute addition, but I thought even though there is a lot of scoring happening at that point, it would be nice to make these guys slightly less mannequin and make the IGs actually be saying something. Some wobble, wobble, wobble. So I'm glad it was audible enough. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> Wabba says Hans Chow. That's what I'd like to. What? That's what I sound like to my students, I'm sure. <laughs> I wonder if it has its origins in that classic Charlie Brown teacher, like when they're in school and you're just, yeah, you're just hearing the teacher going, rah, 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 um Arbex2, thank you, my man. Another Playmotion uh, creator himself saying great camera work, guys. Much appreciated. And Hans is thrilled and amazed that we had fire that close to the figures. It wouldn't be the first time, man. And leading the charge in the pyrotechnics, I'd like to just <laughs> don't do it, Paul. Made of plastic. It's a fire hazard. Um, but no, I, I'd like to just make mention of the Photo Vipers YouTube channel where you will see plenty explosive <laughs> very close to figures sparks flying everywhere bouncing off people uh fire like the guy i've often asked him like how many action figures died in the making of these he says he's safe but i'm pretty sure he's melted a few and scorched a few um which oh that that does terrify me so no to answer that concern hans the flame is well away from the action figure it's quite close to the camera, however, mm. which perhaps might be more concerning. It's funny. My iPhone is somehow less valuable to me than like a dime a dozen figure from the 80s that yeah, I buy beaters, guys. These aren't expensive figures that I'm putting up on the screen. But woe betide, I burn my beloved toys. So yeah, I'd mm. sooner have the flame right on the lens and far away from the toy. Mm. I speak up with my camera and stuff. I would like to say thank you to everyone who joined us live. And uh, I think... Oh, Paul, it's your turn. Oh, it's your turn. I'm there's a small back. thing I wanted to just put in here. Like, quickly, quickly. Um, firstly, I just have to do a shout-out to Mola Joe for this. This fantastic... I mean, we're talking about art now, right? I mean, look at this. Last episode, Rob <laughs> mentioned... He's complete and utter indignation at shorts wearing military Alpine? Jeans. And, yeah, Alpine. So, uh, he 
So Mola Joe was like, well, you know what? Scoop in short shorts is the way to go. And <laughs> this <laughs> killed me. Like, I had to post these on the group. I haven't heard Rob's thoughts on this. I think he was he's saving them, so expect to see these again. But this is so great. This just this slayed me. Thank you for that, Mola Joe. And also, oh I my kind of, I God. want to mention... Paul, Paul, just bring up that shot again, the previous one. Oh. What is Scoop standing on? It looks like a lot of coastal defenders or have <laughs> It's coastal defenders coastal all splayed open and made into like a base. Finally, so I a guess, use for them. Wow. Brilliant. What fun. Yeah, I, that's very clever. I mean, if you happen to have a lot of co- coastal defenders to hand, you too can make like a, a cool textured surface just by interlocking them. That's, that's very cool. Any huge, that's wow. And also, my eyes have been you opened. You guys saw the video. <laughs> uh, oh crap! Actually, before I get do this awesome, uh, this fun little build up. Okay, well, which I can't now, uh, because uh, Streamyard is being silly. Well, I'm sure people are patient enough. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to put these three images in, and. Yeah, so you guys saw the video. Uh, Steve went to one of his local toy shops and he picked up something on my behalf. And uh, it finally made it to South Africa via Steve's <laughs> parents who had it um, co- couriered to me from Cape Town. I finally got um, an old school tur- turtle van or potty wagon. And um, they did this great little set of rotoscoped uh, vintage Ninja Turtles. And it all looks like this out of the box. Um, not pictured are the other, the other carded figures. And the reason for that is because I actually want, actually wanted to wait for Celia to get home so that we could uncard them together. There were six figures in, in the box in total. So it's Shredder, uh, Splinter, and then the awesome foursome. So Donnie, Raph, Michelangelo, and Leonardo. And then we split them up. We divvied them, divvied them up three, three each. And then we un, un, uh, carded some Ninja Turtles, which is cool because Celia has never had this experience before. And um, and I, I wanted her to have the experience of opening vintage toys or like vintage uh, inverted commas toys. And it was just a really great experience. I felt like a kid again. It was really, really cool. And uh, yeah, so I just, um, I'm very excited about that. So Steve, thank you very much for picking those up for me and getting them through to me. It's made me a very, very happy dude. And then, um, yeah, and then I had a picture of it, but I'm not going to labor it now. But I uh, also man- managed to get Celia to build her first model kit. It's actually a little Pokemon character called um, Jigglypuff. So, but uh, maybe I'll say hey, next episode. I think that's what this uh, renaissance and vintage reissue is all about. It's it's bottling up just that little piece of our childhood. Uh, I think that's that's all our happy places, man. So long may it rain. Keep, keep reselling us stuff from our childhood. I'll keep buying them. All right. And with that, I think we are out as always. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to the Berg Force for chucking us a, a buck or two every month. And thank you to everyone watching, sharing, subscribing, listening to the content, getting the word out there. We love you guys and we appreciate you and we see you. And we also see a giant Donatello. In front of the camera. Gia Turtleberg. Heroes and a half Berg. Gia and a Turtleberg. Turtle power. Berg. Whatever. 
Uh, nice hanging out with you again, Paul. We will be back next Likewise, week. Hopefully, we'll be a trio again. Rob sends his apologies, but he was not feeling too well this morning. We wish him a, a speedy recovery. And I'm going to go hang out with my sister for the last time for a little while. But hopefully, yeah. we'll be reunited at the end of the year. That will be super rad. Very rad. Yep, I'm, I'm coming home, guys. Now. I'm coming home. Thanks to everyone who joined us in the live chats, uh, keeping it a lively. And we'll be back next week with another episode of the, the show and possibly a review or two in the pipeline. Yo, Joe. After action report. Burr.